The biggest mistake that authors make is they write books to sell books when they should be writing a book to sell. The greatest thing about being an author, though, is that it allows you to live forever. But when you write the right book, it will allow you to leave impact forever, to change lives forever. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where you find people who actually built stuff and they can teach you how they built it. So not everybody's not everybody that is good at what they do can actually teach other people how to do it. However, we have a special guest today who uh, actually does know how to teach people how to be successful. Is that right? I would say, uh, you know, we're not too my Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say so. I'm, I'm grateful. Absolutely. Good, good, good. All right, so go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to the people and we're going to jump straight into it. Okay, well, my name is Taria Vision Avant. Uh, I like to say that Virginia raised me, mm-hmm. Atlanta paid me, and Houston saved me. So I live in Houston, Texas now. Um, okay. Oh, man, I'll try to keep it short. So uh, as a, one of my good friends used to say, I was born at a very young age. <laughs> uh, but no, I had uh, two military parents. So both my father and mother were in the Air Force. So that's how I ended up in uh, Langley Air Force Base in Virginia. Okay. Graduate of Hampton University. I'm okay. a techie. So, like, sitting here looking at, you know, all the gadgets and stuff here, it's, like, getting me excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here looking at your mics. I'm looking at everything. So, I am a techie by heart. Um, And, you know, just like many college graduates, I thought, you know, graduating, uh, then I would finally land that great job. They Mm. told me, on average, most college graduates earn up to... You know, didn't nobody hear the average? Right. The up to <laughs> most. We didn't hear right. none of that. I heard fifty thousand. <laughs> so I was thinking, I'm gonna graduate and, and get this fifty thousand dollars, you know, income. No, uh, for a year, I, I you know went from job to job, and then finally landed something that required my degree. So mm. I felt good about it, yeah. but it was twenty six thousand a year. Mm. Where my paradigm shift was at this particular point, because I had you know through the years I'd always been trying entrepreneurship. My paradigm shift was when I got a call from my stepmom that my father was going to the hospital. Mm. Now, this time, my mother, my birth mother at 11 years old, she passed away from cirrhosis of the liver. So I've already lost her. Oh, wow. So now my father, he's going into the hospital, which, by the way, my father was a champion. Like, he had had open-heart surgery already, Mm. uh, did 20-something years in the military. He had overcome addiction to drugs and alcohol. And I seen him do this. And I seen him impact and help other people. So I'm a big daddy's girl, Mm -hmm. right? He was a techie, too. So he's now going into the hospital. Long story short, seven months later, he passes from oh. cancer, from lung cancer. Oh, wow. Um, at that point, that's, you know, one thing, David, though, I learned that at that point in life, that's when you cannot want for people more than they want for themselves. So, like, I prayed, prayed every day that, you know, God, God, you know, free him from this or, you know, help him from this, uh, this cancer in his body. But my dad, at that point, when he was given the diagnosis, he accepted it. And so, because mm. I, I saw how his whole mentality shifted. What do you mean by he accepted it? He accepted the diagnosis that you got six months. And I could see him every single month wow. that I would see him. It was like mentally, he was shutting down. 
mentally. I mean, to the point he had mentioned something one day. He was like, you know, I was planning on doing this, but, you know, when I got diagnosed with it, I just said, forget it. Like, you know, I mean, he had uh, went back smoking cigarettes or cigars. He was a big cigar smoker. And so it was just... I just would see so many different things. And I had never seen my father break down, cry and cry. Like I had saw that and oh, it was the most difficult thing to see. But I prayed for him every day. But I think he had just given up. And so that taught me a lot as well with coaching. Like it's not my responsibility to want more for you. I feel like as a coach, my responsibility was to be the best that I could be in this space and give you everything that I have. But now it has to be your responsibility to want that. But we'll we'll get into that. So it taught me a lot. Um, So a month after he passed, I moved to Atlanta. Mm. I quit my job. Moved Why to Atlanta? Because when I used to come visit Atlanta, right? And, you know, we used to come to visit to turn up. What year was uh, this? What year was this? I got to get the era. (laughs) Well, it was before, it was after uh what was the thing everybody used to do in Atlanta? The um it was real crazy. Uh oh Lord. Give Freak Meek. It was after Freak Meek. After Freak Meek, okay. After Freak Meek. So 2005, around that time. So I got here 01. So that was the um that was the era, the, the Knuck If You Buck era. Knuck If You Buck, the old Fish, Gucci. Club Visions, yeah. and uh, 112. Yeah. Man, we used to yeah, come yeah, out yeah. here, black people was getting money. So I, <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I'm moving to where the folk getting the money at, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, yeah, man, I moved a month later and uh, wasn't making no money. <laughs> what were you doing at that point? So I decided, okay, believe it or not, I used to host a late night TV show in Virginia. Mm. It was called The Circuit. And so, like, all the celebrities that came into, you know, our little town, I would interview them. So, I've interviewed, I had interviewed, like, a lot of people. Uh, Russell Simmons, I interviewed him. Oh, wow. Uh, one time, I interviewed Mike Epps, and he just walked off in the middle of the interview. He was, like, done. So, he just walked off. I was like, okay. okay. T- take me back to that moment. What do, you, what do you mean? So, I'm asking him questions. And How, so, what like, time is it? You got to set the stage It's in me. the middle of the, So, first of all, we're at a sneaker store mm-hmm. doing the interview. So, probably, like, five, six. All right. And uh, let's just say, I'm like, so, so, you know, so tell me, you know, what's one of the the most exciting things you've, you know, I've ever done as a, a comedian. He was, so he said his answer and he was like, all right, bye. I was like, oh, okay, well. Just walked away. <laughs> that'll be the show. Yeah, it was right, the right. funniest thing ever. I mean, I've done some really cool interviews. Um, so when I moved to Atlanta, I thought I would, now mind you, for free, we, mm-hmm. we won't make enough money, but right. uh, that was before social media, like, you know, really understanding YouTube and things like that. So... We just would just air it on TV. So moved to Atlanta, and I thought I would be able to bring it here. Um, didn't quite work that way. Um, and so I started doing websites. So I used to do websites for, because I had to learn how to no do the website. No job anywhere in this? like Never got a job. So let me tell you, my dad set me up. And so I remember I used to feel shame. He had insurance. And so he had really good insurance. Mm-hmm. Like, really good. Unfortunately, I never had been around people that had had, you know, great income. So I didn't really know what to do with it. So I bought like camera equipment. Oh, so when your father passed, you were taken care of. I was taken care of. Mm. Isn't that crazy though? So like if he would have never passed away, I probably would be in Virginia making possibly about 40000 right now a mm. year. Wow. So for something that was also a tragic moment for me, also blessed me in a way because I would have never been able to be here. Now, Granted, like I didn't, I mean, I had over a half a million dollars. I didn't spend it on like crazy stuff. I did make sure I took care of my stepmom. Um, and then I bought like a Nissan Altima coupe, 
put some rims on it. Of I course. did. I did. Oh, 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 I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got a little, and right. I put a little grill. <laughs> <laughs> You get the spinners. Did you get the spinners? No, I didn't do the spinners, spinners. But I did have nice little grills. Right. Oh my God. What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put the rims on it and the grill. And um, yeah, I just bought like a lot of equipment. I bought a lot of software. Like I've always been that girl to buy a lot of gadgets. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So like I had to learn how to design websites because at the time before, while my dad was still alive, we were doing a show. We didn't have any money to like pay someone. So right. I learned how to do it myself. And so then um, this party promoter, he's still a party promoter here in Atlanta. Uh, he, I used to do his website. Mm-hmm. So then he introduced, he's like, yo, you need to meet this girl. She making money in this type of business or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm broke. I'm not making, I mean, well, I've got the insurance, but like in my mind, it's like, this ain't working. Right, so I got to right. figure out how to make some money. Mm-hmm. So I go to the house and she's like, aggressive as all get out. <laughs> I'm not going to say no names. But she's aggressive as I'll get out. And um, today she's a multimillionaire in the industry of network marketing. And uh, and she's like, yeah, man, you know, I got this stuff. I'm selling this stuff. And I was like, and I was like. What was the stuff? It was body magics. Oh, you talking. <laughs> you talking about my homies. All right, cool. <laughs> okay, you already know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Eight one, eight one, right? Stormy Wellington. Okay, oh, so sure. anyway, Shout so yeah. Stormy. Now, Stormy at the time, I think at that time she maybe had had her first like fifty thousand dollars check because you know we never knew like what we were getting paid. It would just <laughs> the check would come. We'd be like, man, just really? <laughs> yeah, like it was like I guess. I mean, we had an idea, but like when the checks would come, we never like really would kind of know like when that month would hit, what mm-hmm. it would look like. But um. Yeah, so I was in my mind, I was like, well, if she don't really know, she's just out here hustling. I was like, well, let me try it. Right. So I get into the industry under him, not directly under her, but, and then, like, just was out here just running. Like, we literally didn't know what we were doing. Like, mm-hmm. just running, just right. doing meetings, telling everybody, you and drop three sides in 10 minutes without diet pills, exercise, surgery. Uh, so then I went to this event with this gentleman, his name. Can I, can, you don't mind if yeah. I, okay. So then I went to the mind. event with, okay, yeah, with Myron Golden. Okay. And I saw Myron make like multiple five figures selling some books and selling a program. Hmm. I what was the event though? I don't even remember. Yeah, he, he, Stormy had him come and speak at mm-hmm. something here in Atlanta. And I think he was the speaker. And um, he, he would do this thing where he would stack his books like in fives. I still got to call him to figure out that technique again. Because mm-hmm. like when I tell you, he would have like a table full of books and they would sell out every time. Mm. And but he would put money in them, but I need to get the full technique. Like he'd put money, and so he'd say, "Go get the stack of five, go sit down, don't open, and then some of you guys will open it, and you'll have twenty dollars or a hundred dollars." Mm. Like he would make five figures at an event just with the books. But the upsell was his event. His uh, it was like a four day event. You could come for two days for public speaking and two days for book writing. $10,000. That was my first That's time. A bar. So he's telling you, yo, there's money in this book. Yeah, don't touch it. You got to take the books, sit down, and then I'll let everybody open their books. So now everybody's rushing because they want to get into this when we open the books and see who won. I just, it was, it was crazy. Like, I just was like, man, did he just, and he would sell them for like, it was like a hundred, it was like a hundred dollars or whatever mm. for five. So essentially what you would pay for one and um, sell out. So now you have five books, and he would say, he would instruct you, go give those four to somebody else, and you keep one for yourself. Mm-hmm. Pretty ingenious. Mm. Myron, 
to this day, is probably one of the best I've ever seen, like, kill a room. Like, wow. everybody's running to the back. So I was like, man, I need to learn what he doing. For sure. right? Me too. Like, yeah, to let's get Myron on the show, okay? Yo, Myron, you got this. Myron will have you in on the show. Like, <laughs> like Yo, wait, tag wait, Myron. If you know this, brother, tag my man. Goodness uh, gracious. Man, he is official. So I spent $10,000 and went to an event he uh, this weekend thing he used to do in Pennsylvania. And so I had he uh, and we were writing a public domain book. So it wasn't even my own book. You know, after a book has been written for a certain number of years, it becomes available and you can just reuse it. And so it was this book called The Gold. I don't even remember the daggone name. I don't even remember the name. It was like the golden key to money or the golden rule or something. Mm. And so I just went in and added my own interpretation because it was written a long time ago. So I added my interpretation. The cover was horrible. And uh, the instruction was just go get the book done. So I'm not going to invest $10,000 and not do it, right? Yeah. So I put it out there. I got this book. Everybody's so excited. Mm. Um, and, then, and then I remember having a conversation with my leaders in my uh, company, my network. My day was like, uh-uh. You need to stop focusing on that book and you need to get over here to build this business, right? right? right. That, that, so, that's the culture of network marketing. Yeah. yeah. Don't do nothing else, okay? <laughs> what are you doing? Get back over here. Get your eye on the prize. For sure. And so I was like, man. So I stopped promoting it. And um, uh, quickly, like as fast as we started making money, I mean, we were making $40,000, $50,000 a month. I mean, money was coming. Wow. But as fast as we were making it, like it seemed like the ball dropped so quickly. I went from $50,000 one month, the next month $20,000, the next one $10,000. Then I was down to $5,000. Mm. And I was like, man, we got to do something. Yeah. So what do networkers do? They just go to another go company. Go to another company, yeah. That's Take the team, get everybody yeah. together. Hey, guys, we're making <laughs> a move. This is the greatest thing. <laughs> this is the best company. They got the best conversation, right, the right. best product. I mean, who don't right. want this? They hit you with the, okay, I put a thousand people here, but if I put a thousand people in this company, I'd have made a trillion dollars. So. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, and all you got to do all is you get two do. people. Okay, two people. Oh, man. So. Because I had never, I mean, of course I had But no I love money. the industry, though. So I do. I no shade, no shade, no shade. Listen, I wouldn't funny. be where I am today if it wasn't for it. Oh, so. I, I would say the same thing. Mm -hmm. I learned so many principles um, in the network marketing industry. For anybody that is, um, I don't know, if, if you want to get your feet wet in entrepreneurship. I think uh, Robert Kiyosaki said you need to go get a sales job. But I would definitely recommend mm -hmm. sign up for something that you have to sign other people up for. It, just does something to your skill set and your mindset, your belief system. You'll learn a lot about yourself. Oh, yeah. You, you know? definitely. Listen, I you, you'll get executives that will come into the network marketing industry and really learn that they don't really have the influence that they thought they had. Mm -hmm. They just had a title. Yeah. And But that's a, if you can receive it the right way, it's a good. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black 
today. Told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation Again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir, turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. Thing, because if you want to get out of that position and you really want to do something for yourself, okay, now you got to learn how do I build the right yeah. influence? Right. I, I've because I had a lot of people. They were, oof. We would launch them and it'd be crickets. And I'm like, man, I don't know about this. No, you can do it. Just develop. But you're right. Um, The best personal development in the world. 100%. 100%. And celebrating each other. It teaches us how to celebrate each other. Mm, Edification. Yeah. I'm I'm the bomb at edifying. (laughs) I did an event with Marquel yesterday and I brought him up. He was like, yo. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. For sure. Absolutely. So, so yeah. You, so go, you go to another company and the next company is what? Organo Gold. Organo Gold. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So we're selling coffee. We're slanging that coffee, man. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, launched that business. Now, ironically, when I did get into it, I was still kind of straddling the fence and hanging on, even though I'm only at $1,000 a month, but I was hanging on to that money. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I launched, I didn't do as well as I would like to. Um and that taught me another principle. Like when you are going to do something, you have to give it your all. Because if you don't, it, there's no such thing as if I give it 50%, I'll get paid 50%. No, mm. you, you get nothing. Right, right, right. You have to give it 100%. And so what happened was I was at a conference with Organo Gold and an artist had sent me a message like, we heard you're in another company. We're shutting down your back office. Mm. Now y'all ain't even paying me much. Right. So I was like, and I remember showing it to Ed and I was like, yo, look. He's like, well, you know what you got to do. And so that's when like I got busy. So, you know, the grind in the industry is also another thing you learn, like the work ethic. If you want to make six figures, like you got to grind. I was yeah. in cities every other day, uh, workshops, I mean, home parties, conference calls, like my phone never stopped ringing to the point where I changed my number, I think like three times since then. Cause I just, Goodness I, gracious. I don't want no three-way calls. I don't want no, don't you call it my phone? Like, you know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. oh, the phone never stopped. So, um, yeah. So man, we, we got to a decent income. So this is, I was, I was sharing this with you. So mind you, I had written that book before, and just kind of let it go. Mm-hmm. And so I kept on going to these conferences about book writing. And for me, I was like, I don't... I run Why it. the conference about book writing like that? I'm always... Because I loved going to events. And plus with network marketing... So for you, it was just going to the event. It wasn't, oh my gosh, there's another book writing uh, workshop no, I want to go. Okay, gotcha. I mean, I would go to all types of events from book writing to learning, you know, trading or, you know, not necessarily to do it. But mm. like, I just like being in those environments of growth. Sure. And you meet some incredible people at these events and also good for, you know, recruiting. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, you can recruit. So, I mean, I was at them. So, yeah, it was, um, it's this actually this company, they charge about 
$40,000 to write a book. Mm. That they would do these tours and you would come like all over the U.S. They do these tours and you could come there for three days and they were sharing the stories. And so I was like, man. So I left it on the back burner. And I just continued to keep growing my business. And I hit one of the top levels and uh, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling myself. Right. Mm. So I'm like, let me go on LinkedIn and start hitting up, you know, some of these affluent Atlanta for people. Sure. You for know sure. what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm ready now. Right. Like, I'm ready to recruit some doctors and some lawyers. <laughs> and <laughs> so I sat down with this dude I had met when I first moved to the A. And he had just made partner. And I was like, mm. oh, that's dope. He would gotten engaged. At He's a law like, firm. Yeah, law okay, firm you, and you. everything. I think now he has his own law firm. Mm. If I, it, his name popped up the other day. Matter of fact, if it pops up again, I'm going to have to tell him. You were a source of inspiration for me to do what I'm doing today. Wow. Okay, so uh, yeah, man. So he's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just got engaged and things are well. And Hold um, on. Why did he take the lunch with you? That's what I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe he wasn't done sewing his royal oats. That's what I'm again. trying to say. Like, <laughs> he's well, making it so personal. He's telling right. me about his engagement. So I, I mean, because I was doing it for, for business. For sure. How, what know. was the approach? Like, what'd you say? I hit him on LinkedIn, but you know, LinkedIn is professional. Yeah, for sure. So I was like, hey, what's up? You know, how you been? He was, he was like, I've been great. I was Did like, you know him? Yeah. Uh-huh. So we, we had met like previously when I first moved to Atlanta gotcha, gotcha. at a networking event. Gotcha. And so he had just Probably become before a he was engaged. Yeah. <laughs> before, yeah. <laughs> before the engagement. Shout out to my man. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> I don't even remember his name, but it, I see his picture. It'll pop up. I'm like, oh, okay. That's him. So you're like, okay, hey, I'm here. Let's do lunch. Let's let's, ca- let's catch up and do lunch. It was just that. It yeah. was like, hey, let's catch up. Let's do lunch. And um, I was like, cool, let's do it. So mm-hmm. he might, like, you know, try to figure out, well, what she want? Or right. I, so I casual. And uh, this is why I don't like doing lunch meetings because it's just... <laughs> why? Because they just be long <laughs> and you don't achieve nothing. Like, right, right. Unless it's, we're just here to eat. Like, mm. if we're going to do business, let's do a discovery call. Like, let's right. not play around. Right, but you're not doing business. He just said, you say, yo, let's catch up. Let's this catch is the, up. the, the uh, yeah. network marketer's ploy. Yeah, let's it just, is always Let's just hang out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, let's get together. You know what I'm saying? See how you've been. So, so y'all go to lunch. Yeah, and... we go to lunch. And, and he tells me all about it. He's like, so tell me what you're doing. And I was like, well, I'm selling coffee. And he mm. was like, what? You got your own coffee? Like, you, have, you sell your own coffee? I was like, well... <laughs> kind of sort I'm, like, I'm part of this company and man it was like he was just like ready to go you could tell that his countenance everything just changed oh like once he figured out his was network whole energy marketing? yeah cause mm-hmm. I I never was the aggressive network marketing recruiter mm-hmm. um but I felt like at this stage I'm now hitting this maybe I need to get a little bit more aggressive so this was me trying to attempt to shift the way that I recruited mm-hmm. so yeah, so he, I mean, once he realized it was network marketing and he thought I was trying to recruit him, even though I was just really filling him out, I mean. But you were trying to recruit would, yeah, him. He yeah. was right. If yeah. he would have said yes, I mean, we would have right. launched him. Right, right. So <laughs> <laughs> he was like, check, please, ready to go. So I was like, Did awkward. he really say that, though? No, but that's oh, how it felt. Oh, it was like, like uh, all right, So he was like, so it's a, one of those pyramid things? I was like, yeah, yeah. He was like, hmm. And it just got awkward. So I said, okay. Now, in my mind, my ego side is like, 
boy, I'm probably making more money than you. Like, don't don't try to play me right now. <laughs> let's be clear. Like, let's be clear. Right. I ain't say it, but I want right. I was like, all right, he's trying to play me. He don't respect me. Right. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, oh, he don't respect me. So right. how can I get people to respect what I do? Mm-hmm. Especially in a space where you do still have a large population who doesn't see this industry as real. Yeah. Um, so the book thing popped up. So I was like, okay, I'm going to write a book. Now, at this time, I didn't tell anybody in my organization, not my upline. I just was like, I don't want them to try to tell me nothing because mm-hmm. that's what happened the last time. Yeah. And so I wrote the book. And so when the book was done, I remember sending it to Ed and David and I sent them a screenshot, like a picture of the cover. David. I was like, David and Monitia. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. And Edward Hartley, and mm-hmm. he's now to be with the Lord. Um, I sent them a, a, both a picture of the cover. And I said, I wrote a book and I don't care what y'all say. Don't try to tell me nothing. I'm putting this book out there. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> David was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure you really want to? He was like, nah, I can put. I was like, nah, I'm writing this book. I'm putting it out there. And when I say immediately, like it shifted stuff for me. So I'm that because in one of the chapters, I talk about goal setting and vision boards, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what we do. We right. you know, visualize our future. And um, I'm getting invited to the bridal organizations want me to come speak. I'm single, single, single. So I'm like, what they want me? Because they want me to talk about. Just to be clear on the show, like right now, you're single. Like to this single, day, single, single. Yes, to hi this guys. Day. I am single. <laughs> They're ready to mingle. Okay. Uh, okay, just to get that out the Let's way. Get that out there. Okay, yeah, I'm single, single, and um, I've also was invited to real estate groups mm. to speak. Now, this is the weirdest thing to me because all these times I've gone to these networking events, I just get up to talk about I'm in a coffee business. Mm. But now my title has changed from that of just a network marketer that's trying to recruit people to now I am an influencer. Now I have uh, skill sets in teaching other people's success. Mm. So I don't even have to use that title anymore of network marketer. I use a title that to me is a little bit more prestigious because everybody can relate to wanting to obtain success. For sure. So then I'm speaking in these different groups. B and I, I mean, you know, B and I don't, if you're in network marketing, no, they, right, right. they just act like you're not even sure, here, right? Absolutely. You're right. Can you come and teach them on stuff? And I'm like, what? This is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then people that are coming up to me like, can you coach me? So my thing was, okay, well, in order for me to coach you, you got to enroll into my company. Mm-hmm. This is how I was getting them. So, transitioning, uh, during that time, it's also when I felt like a lot of things started to happen. A lot of shifts in my environment from one of my good friends being diagnosed with cancer, and I didn't know. Mm. Um, In fact, when I was told, she never told me, but I was told within a week, she had passed away. Mm. Yeah. Uh, My grandmother, she also had cancer. But you know, in the South... You know, old school families, like, you don't really ever know what they had or what yeah. it was because nobody ever told me um, what she had. But it was some form of cancer. And she... Now, these weren't all back-to-back, but it was like a chain of events. She passed away. One of my top distributors in my organization went to another company. Mm. Also, my heart got broken. Mm. And so it was like, bow, 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 bow. And around 2012, 13-ish, is when I went through a really, really deep depression. And so I share this a lot. I talk mm. about it a lot um, because, you know, in the world of entrepreneurship, listen, it's going to be ups and downs 100%. and you are going to go through it. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, I think the thing that hit me the most was when my grandma did pass because I remember talking to her and I was like, you know, grandma, I'm out here building. Um, I'm not going to come this Thanksgiving, but I promise I'm going to be there for Christmas. And she just would always say stuff like, well, you know, I guess I don't know if I'm going to see you no more. And I'm like, grandma, you tripping. Like, you know, like you're going to be here next year. But, you know, old, older souls, like they know, you know what I mean? And so I was so busy building this business, so busy grinding that I wasn't even stopping to be with the people that I loved. And that hurt me. It Mm -hmm. really hurt me. And it hurt me to the point where like, I just pulled away from everyone. I went into one of the deepest times of my life and, um, I, I I always share this, and so, so it's are, really, you, are you saying after that conversation you actually didn't see your grandmother? Anymore? I did not. Wow. I did not. And then when um, she did pass away, that was even crazier because my car. So my car, uh, I was actually staying at the Atlantic at this time. My mm-hmm. car, it was like I had this CL sixty three, and you know to get them things fixed, even if it's a tire, you are gonna spend some yeah. some money, and. Um, so I couldn't drive the car. So I was trying to get a rental. And all this time, like, I didn't have a credit card. I just had debit cards. And so you couldn't rent. And then if you wanted to rent, then you had to have all these paperwork and bills. Yeah. And, I, and it was just, it was just so, I, I was just so discombobulated. So I was trying to get this rental car so that I could come to see her in the hospital. And by the time I finally got it, that's when they called me. And they're like, she's gone. Mm. And so, ooh, David. That yeah. hurt me so bad. I can imagine. I, I can relate. That I, I told the same story while I was on um, I was a uh, I was on tour with ET, and it was a really emotional thing. My dad had called me and said, "Hey man, um, you know, like he, he called me, and I'm like, all right, pop, I'm gonna call you back, and I won't call back. Mm-hmm. And that happened. Like this is like when I'm really focused on my business. You don't think something's going to happen to the people that you love. It's like yo, and you're doing it for the people you love, right? Like, so I can take care of you, but. It, it's not about what you can do for them later. Like, you need to spend that time right now because, yeah. Um, yeah, that was, I, I, I can relate 100%. Mm. 100%. So I know, And that tears you up on the inside because yes. you start to think of the what-ifs and I'm selfish. And am I so concerned about money that I don't love my family? Or, right. Yeah. All of that. All of that. Messed up relations. I mean, I lost friendships and everything just because I was so focused. I was so, like... Mm. If you ain't trying to get up in this 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 train, then please do not stop me. Mm. You know what I mean? And so, and and I will not put a blame on the industry because I cannot do that. I'm a grown woman. Mm-hmm. I think that takes a level of maturity that we have to be able to understand, like, you gotta figure out a way. It's not necessarily balance, but a way to not, I, I say compartmentalize your relationships that are important to yeah. you. You have business and then you have family yeah. and your family's important. So, yeah. So, man, went through it. And uh, luckily, God kept me. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. Um, and uh, from that point, that's when I was like, I don't want to do this no more. I want to do something else. And I did a workshop. And there used to be this space over at Atlantic Station. And I did my first event there. And they gave it to me for free. God is crazy. And what was like, the event? The way he works. It was a book writing event. I don't even know. I just called it something because I didn't know what I was going to coach on. Gotcha. So you, oh, okay. So you write this book and then now you're a speaker, right? Now you're speaking speaker. Yeah, on I'm the speaking. empowerment, things mm-hmm. of that nature. And people are asking you now to coach them. The, yes. But you're bringing them into Organo Gold as a yes. way of coaching them in terms of 
Book writing or just coaching? Period? No. So I never, yeah, book writing was not even a thing yet. It was yeah. just coaching on success or how to be, you know, how to make money. And so yeah. that that's what you were coming into so that you can learn how to have success sure. in your life or freedom, shall right. we say. So then you have an idea to do a book writing workshop. Okay. Let me tell you. So another mm. thing that I also used to do to recruit people into my business, because I was not the aggressive mm. recruiter, I would do my own networking events. Mm. I hated to go to networking events too, because I felt like it was so fake. Like, well, what do you do? What do you do? Like, nobody cares, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right, so what right. do you do? Like, no, I'm really just trying to sell. Like, I really don't care what you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right? So I used to hate going to them. I'll never, I went to this one event where I, this lady, she was also a top earner in network marketing. And, I was, and she was like in a travel company. And so I was like, so what do you like to do for fun? Well, you know, I just like to be able to help my team and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, well, you know, like what, when you're not working, like what else? Well, you know, I just always, you know, I just want to make sure. To, I was like, I was like, see, you I don't like these types of events, right? Mm, so I was yeah. like, she don't even know how to be personal. Right, so right, right. I was like, girl. So I started doing my own events and I called them Show You Success. And they were like lunch and learns. And so I would find any kind of little restaurant that would let me hold their, their meeting space to mm-hmm. hold, you know, the event for free. Right. People come get their lunch and we would do these events. So I was using Meetup. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon, we put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction, when we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. The support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. And my meetup group got to about five, 600 people. So one day, while I'm asking, I, listen, what we gonna do? Because I don't wanna do this no more, right? Mm-hmm. I need something. I get a message on meetup and the lady's like, we've got this event space that you can host an event for free for four hours. Mm. It holds about 200 people. Mm. Free. Now, if you know <laughs> for free, I ain't yeah, got to pay nothing sure. in Atlantic Station. Let's do it. Right. So I was like, well, I'm definitely not doing a network marketing event. Mm-hmm. So what am I gonna, you know, what am I gonna do? Well, I had to show you, show you success, which is now show your success. I've got to show you success. So let's do uh, an event teaching people all the stuff I know how to do. Now, at that time, I was trying to teach everything. Book writing, websites, public speaking, social media, doing way too much. And this is when I learned that when you are a coach, and this is one of the biggest challenges that coaches have, they're trying to do everything. Mm, For sure. Right? Um, When you get into a niche space, you get into a rich space. And so I was trying to teach all this stuff. And people were like, well, I don't really need that. And I don't need that. So I guess I don't need the program. Mm. But luckily, on that very first event, I had five people enroll. For my four hundred and ninety-seven dollars. How many package. people was there? Sixty-one. Sixty-one people there. Sixty-one. Five people, people enroll five at four hundred ninety-seven dollars. Yes. Mm, okay. And I ca- I could keep a hundred percent because you know you you, st- you spend fifteen hundred in a network marketing. For you sure. Three hundred dollars. Right. 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 I said, wait a minute. I just made twenty well twenty-five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? And so that hooked me. Um. But still, I didn't really know exactly what it was going to be book writing for sure. I just knew that, okay, this is what I want to do. So I started doing, so I did another. And after one book, like you wrote one book. And like, yeah, I'm going to teach you how I did this one let me, book. Let me show sure. you how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then I did an event in Houston. 
Now, Houston, whenever I used to go to Houston in my Orlando Gold business, it used to, I had 500 people come to see me speak. Mm. So uh, I was like, I know I'm going to kill it in Houston. I only had 20-something people show up. 20-something. Like, it hurt my ego. Was it the book writing workshop again? Yes. Gotcha. And only 20 showed. And I was like, is this really what I'm supposed to do? Because I'm mm. used to 500 people. We'll come to find out, you know, people were thinking that I was going to try to transition to another company. So the word was, do not show up to her event. Mm. Yeah. That was, I was like, dog, I thought we was bro and sis. Like, what dang. the? <laughs> dang. Mm-mm-mm. My whole, yeah, like, it was, it was definitely crazy. So what year, what year was this? 2000, um, this is now about 2016. Okay. So I literally had to start all over. So all these people that followed me and, Taria, you inspire me. And I thought they would all want to come learn how to write a book so they could grow their network marketing business. This Mm -hmm. was my idea. Right. Uh Uh-uh. I had to start all over. I could not. and, And you know what? That was a good thing because- that was not my following. That was a following through a company that I leveraged For sure. to build an income. So I'm not even mad about it. Because what if that would have been the case? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it wouldn't have been, I don't think I would be where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, to, I had to start at the bottom again and build it up. And so I started doing workshops four to six times a month at the library, at restaurants, Book writing. And, right. and and as I do, did more, I narrowed it down to just, but like I got rid of this and I got rid of that and I just focused on the book writing mm-hmm. and focused on the book writing. People thought I was crazy. She, oh, she don't think she can build again. Try building your own business. Oh, <laughs> man. Let them know. Listen, she, try building your own thing. Man, listen. Uh, because you don't have the credibility. First off, you got to build the company. You got to build the business, the that back part. end, the payroll, all that all kind of, of stuff. Good, it's great. And not saying network marketing is easy, but you just got to go, like, take all the stuff that they gave you yeah. and go tell people. Yeah. And manage people. It's a lot, but add that on top of actually building the company and product and stuff like that. Your own, your own yeah. mission statements, your own vision, For your sure. own, yeah. Man, please. It was, but the, again, going back, I would not have known how to do this if it wasn't for the Absolutely. industry. So that's why I always give, I mean, now at first I wasn't, I wasn't always, I was a little bitter, mm. but now I'm thankful. Good, good. Um, so yeah, man, had to start from the bottom. And, and you know, uh, now today we've helped more than 5,000 people to become authors. No, 5,000 people to become authors. Yo, you were doing something and I'm not, a, I, I, I'm trying to remember. I just remember thinking it was very fascinating. Like, you would get people together to write one book, was yes, it? collaboration yeah. projects. Yeah, so, so talk to me. Do you still do that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so talk to me about that. So that's where the numbers started going crazy. So uh, some people call them anthologies and stuff. Like, I just call them collaboration books, anthology? right? Anthology? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just call it collaboration books. Oh, hold on one second. How can I help you? Tell me what. What's up? Tell me what I'm, I'm podcasting, bro. I'm podcasting right now. I'm I'm doing a show right now. What's the, what's the what happened? Oh nah, we we got two sessions till twelve. We got two sessions till twelve. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, that would have been dope, but uh, yeah, like I'm I'm literally recording right now. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right, no problem, no problem. <laughs> so let me, let me. Okay. 
Right. Yeah, what's good? Yeah, you know, see? Oh, man. Hilarious. Okay, sorry about that. No problem. Uh, what were we okay, saying? Okay, so anth- anth- anthology. Yeah, people anthology. call them anthologies and stuff like that. I just call them collaboration books. Right, okay. Because this is how a lot of people we working together. This is when I was hitting a lick because I the challenge was people were enrolling into my program and I wasn't really doing the whole, let me sit down with you and work mm-hmm. with you. They were just enrolling into the course and people weren't writing the books, right? Hold on, they were enrolling in the course, but they weren't writing the books. Not, no. Hmm. I might have for every 10 that would spend money into the program, you might have two or three that would actually get it done. Was it your program wasn't effective or well, people or you didn't love, understand just yet how to get people to do it? Probably a combination. Um, when it comes to book writing, it is something that people really need to just sit down and do. Mm-hmm. But we're so busy that we don't think we have the time. So just leaving it to someone, here's the information, here's the training, go do it. It wasn't, it's not as effective as creating a source where let's do this together. Right, right, right. But to do it one-on-one, it was too time consuming. So I've even created something else for that as well. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to be known as the person who just keeps enrolling all these people into the program and you get two or three to finally get the book done. No, I wanted people to have books done. So I did my very first collaboration book, which was for women. It was like people in MLM, like an MLM mm, book. All right. So, you know, I still... That's and you were still in MLM at the time? No. Once I decided to go into the coaching space, like, I was done. Like, I hadn't recruited. I didn't do another call. Like, 2014 was probably the last... And even around then, because remember, I went through my depression around 13, 14. I would go to events, but I wasn't really like doing anything yeah, for sure um so when i decided to be a coach i did not I, I i cut it i cut it off because i remember back in organo cold days when i was straddling the fence and my income was not showing up so i knew that if i was going to be successful with this i had to give it all my energy so um i was enrolling people into the programs but i wasn't seeing the results so i said well let me do a collaboration book because then at least they can see the ease of how it is to be able to put together the content. And so we did our first one, and then we just started doing them back to back to back to back to back. Wow. Now, the challenge with that is that when you have, uh, and then I was allowing people to partner with us and do their own. Okay. And we would give them a commission. This is all about the learning pains. I mean, the commission started killing us, though, because, like, yeah, while we were making money, we were giving, like, I was giving away too much of mm. commissions, right? Um, and then you would have collaborators that might come in who wouldn't be doing their part, and it would mess up our company because we're the ones charging the co-authors, not the collaborator. The co-author was paying us. Okay, I'm and lost. And we would I'm pay lost. them commission. I'm okay, lost. so let's say you have some influence, right? I have some influence, yes. And you say, I want to make some money with you. Let's do a collaboration project. I want to make money with three. Okay. With me. And I say, okay, great. What do you want the collaboration book to be about? Well, I want to be able to, you know, do a book with women who've overcome, you know, challenges in life. Okay, great. So what we would do is put together a launch to invite other women to be a part of this project. So, okay, so so let's just say I want to do a book on entrepreneurship, okay. right? And you're like, okay, great. We're going to invite other entrepreneurs to be a part of your book. Mm-hmm. You're but, the one to bring the people to us, mm-hmm. and we help to manage the project. But the things that you were responsible for were bringing the people and then conducting what we like to call like the interviews to create the content for the mm-hmm. chapters. So you would do that portion, but we would do the editing. We would do the formatting. We would formulate the book, create the cover, 
uh, capture pages so that people could pre-sell and stuff gotcha. like that. Gotcha. So I go get Marquell or, you know, like, so, like I'll go get four other successful entrepreneurs. Mm, we were doing, a, you had to have at least seven. Seven. Yeah, but many including people Including myself. Including yourself. Okay, gotcha. But many people would bring like 20 plus people. Okay. What is my sale to this other, to these other seven people? They get to be a book, an author, an author. They get to be in this book. They're now an author and they can leverage it. Where we separate ourselves is we do custom covers as well. So we don't just do a, you know, a general cover where Mm -hmm. it just has, you know, 20 authors sharing your story of entrepreneurship. And then again, even though I still had not tied into teaching people necessarily like how to leverage the book, but you're now an author. And I know what being an author for me did. Mm. And so now you get to be one and you only had to contribute one chapter versus trying to contribute seven, 10 chapters, which was overwhelming. I like that. But I now like that, that they're they're doing this one chapter, they're like, it's not as hard as I thought it was, mm. right? I can do this. And so my mindset is, then they're going to come to us to write the book, which they were. That's what was happening. So they write, they're now a contributor in the uh, chapter. And then they're like, hey, I want to write my own book, right? Mm. But with that, I oh, mean... Oh, so the... Okay, so, so there's two parts. There's uh-huh. contributors and there's what? So I would call them a co-author, co-author and a collaborator. And collaborator. The person who puts collaborator. the book together is the collaborator. And you I, would In that scenario, I would be... The, the collaborator. Collaborator. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you have the co-authors. They're Other only seven. contributing a chapter. Yeah. Gotcha. So the seven to whatever. Gotcha. And we would do like a live broadcast. I mean, so all of this I learned through the industry because you got to launch. Yeah, for And sure. so we would do a launch call or launch video saying, hey, we're looking for this many people. And if you want one of the spots, go ahead and put your 127 down. Got 127. 127. So I divide, I used to charge 700 and no, $862. Um, the last 100 was, we used to print the books for them, but we stopped doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's now 762 and you divide it into six payments. So we would do six monthly payments at 127. Don't ask me where I came up with the number. Yeah, just, we already come up with that number. <laughs> <laughs> Random as all right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so so when I have these um these co-authors, mm-hmm. these, let's just say seven, we have these seven co-authors. Mm-hmm. They will pay you to have their own book. Yes, but so it, their own cover, no, no, no. all that. They would, they would, it would be seven chapters of mm-hmm. each individual person. The inside yeah. was all the same. Yes. But each person would have their own cover, their picture. Every person has their own cover. Yes. So they can take ownership. Because think about it in a collaboration book, whoever's name is on the cover, right. you're more than likely going to go to their chapter first. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. Well, let me ask you this different ISBN numbers? No. It, you are the owner of the book. I'm the owner of the book, but they can sell the book for their own. Credibility, making exactly. money. Exactly. Like on their own website. They can't sell it on Amazon. You can if you want to. Oh. Uh, which, that's another conversation. I, I don't believe in selling on Amazon. No? No. And you want me, I'll tell you why. Walk me through that because I'm not, I'm not, okay, yeah, let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's go there. This one. No, let's no, go there now. Oh, okay. And then I, I'm coming back to understanding this model because this is brilliant. Oh, and okay, I, so, listen, oh, I don't know if we should share this one on because. Oh, we must. We must. Oh, I if just you saw think we my girl. Share it, then we gotta share it. Okay, because <laughs> I just saw my girl do fifty thousand in sales on a. Again, she calls them anthologies, but I'm about to do it too because she got forty people to be in this book, and I'm thinking if t- if ten to twenty percent of them convert into just wanting to do a one book, then 
oh man, that's a, a six figure month easily. And these other 40 people are promoting the book. And some people might go to the website, but some people might get it from Amazon. Exactly. And so then that comes to, to the contributor, the owner. the owner. Yeah, you own the entire rights of the book. And what do I pay you for that? You would pay me, well, that's right. So you would pay me $9.97 at the time. That's what I was charging. $1,000 to put together. But then you would get a commission for each person that you brought on board as well. Then I get a commission. So yeah, we would have collaborators getting that check. Like they'd be making seven to eight thousand, ten thousand from a project. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Yo, this <laughs> makes too much sense. It's so easy. And these other um, contributors, these other co-authors, they can order their own books Absolute, to sell at cost. They don't have to pay no extra fee. Now there are some people that do these types of styles of books, but then they charge like. $10 for the book. Mm. Who is that helping? Like, we we got a, you know, a couple dollars a book versus right. getting thousands of these books out into the marketplace. Because mm-hmm. I've had people that'll contact me that read, a, you know, my chapter from one of these other, you know, collaboration projects. Yeah. So my thing is, the key is in being a successful author is not how many necessar- necessarily books you can sell, but how many people have your book in their hand. Mm. The more people who have your books in their hands, the more value you bring and the more money you make. The biggest challenges that authors make is they write books to sell books. They should be writing books to sell. Whatever that is. Mm. Whatever the product, Mm. whatever the service is. So sometimes I give away books. Okay. Okay. This is amazing. This is amazing. Okay, so... You want to talk about Amazon real quick? Yes, let's okay, talk about so Amazon. let me tell you why I don't recommend Amazon. Now, Are your books not on Amazon right now? Yes, but they're on there for like $40 to $50. So if you do buy it, you're going to pay for it. But think about it like this. You've ever bought a book from Amazon? Yeah, all the time. Now, typically, once you buy a book from Amazon, within a couple of days, guess what they start doing? Recommend. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Sending you other books. Mm -hmm. So that's essentially 
Like, say somebody comes in and rents out this space. Mm-hmm. That's like essentially another space now sending your customers like, hey, we also have a space too. Mm. So they're sending you people in your genre, their books. Right. That's the one thing. Number two, you don't get you don't get the lead information. So how can you retarget them? How can you redirect them? Now, granted, if you put it in the book and they happen to read the book, mm-hmm. then that's cool. But you're losing out on leads because you're giving those leads to Amazon. Mm. Now, granted, get it. I get it. Yes, because Amazon is, is, you know, people search for books on there and things. But most of the people that are coming through me are speakers are already coaching. They're on stages. They don't need Amazon to sell the book. Most people would prefer to actually buy the book from you directly, right? Mm. And then, you know, so when somebody buys from your website, you can create retargeting ads. You can upsell them, you know, and you can't upsell people on Amazon. They go to buy your book on Amazon. You can say, by the way, I got the ebook for $75 if you want the ebook. Or by the way, I have an event coming up. Come pull up on me. You can't do that because Amazon gets your lead. So that's the second thing. And the third thing, I mean, if we just want to keep it real, it, you don't make a lot of money. Yeah, for sure. For you lose sure. a lot of profit uh, when you sell those books. So somebody that sold, you know, 100 or 1,000 books on Amazon, listen, you know how much money that is? Let's just take $15 profit that you make when you sell it yourself versus the 4 and $5 profit that you make from Amazon. So I'd rather have $15 a book that I can invest into marketing which, you know, we don't like to do, right? Because right? we put it on Amazon because they can promote for us. For sure. Well, let's just take that $15 and put it into some ads or and put it into, you know, get some influencers to talk about our book versus wow. using Amazon. Dang. Listen, so, and I love Amazon. I right. buy books on Amazon for too, sure. but I'm not pushing my book through Amazon. No, sir. Mm, I, mean, I mean, all that going. I like that. I like that. Okay, so, um, all right, so this is good. So right now, it seems like a lot of work for $1,000 for you. I have a whole team. But no, it's not. Because remember, you just brought up... Let's pull out our calculators real quick. Yeah, let's pull out calculators. Okay. Because I pay you $1,000. You pay me 1000 and you bring on... Remember, because the goal is to try to get as many people. Now, because at first I used as to limit it. Co-authors. Yeah. Yes. So let's just say... I'll just... Because the most we've ever gotten is... Because uh, I would stop it. I would mm. stop them. Like, no, we don't want to do more than 20. Right. So let's just say we do 20, right? Now, remember, they're paying $762. Oh, each one of them are paying $762. Yeah, they got to pay to get it to the book. I thought it was one something you said. Six payments of $127 a month. Six pay. Oh, oh yeah. So, okay. So they're all paying $700. Oh, girl, you talking good. So seven hey, what? There we go. $15,000. So, so you make fifteen dollars So if it's 20 people paying $700 something, plus how much do I pay? As you the, pay nine ninety nine, dollars I pay $1,000. I pay 1000 Right. Everybody else pays 7 something. Right. But wait a mm. minute. You ain't caught on yet. Then I divide that by, by two. You make a $7,600 profit. So I make $7,600 by getting these people. Right. <laughs> okay. And then this guess awesome. what? And then I'm upselling them to join the book camp so they can get their own book. So. This we, is we, a beautiful <laughs> system. First off. <laughs> This is amazing. It, listen, we were killing it. And so, well, no, what happened was um, I kind of pulled off of doing it because I didn't have the team that I have today. I didn't have the editors, the formatters. Like, it was literally just, like, one person. So now I had to step back to get my team strong 
Because going into this year, that's about we're gonna just kill it like that. We've we've produced so many collaboration books, and we have had people that have gone off to even come back to do more. Like they mm. keep wanting to do more because it's it's an easy it's an easy little little nice right, cookie right right. This is amazing. And then you up then listen. Okay, now we got forty people in a book. What's the next phase, David? What else? I need something else. And you say, well, look, y'all, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a conference. Mm. So this is where I'm taking it to another level, though. So I was on a call with a good girlfriend. She just did a launch. And we she might said, have to collab on this, I'm though. I'm telling you. I feel like there's a whole nother. <laughs> Yo, because I'm seeing it in my head. All the people I know would just like, because it makes sense. And it's win-win. So my it's philosophy, win. and I got it from uh, Keller Williams when I was a real estate agent. On their wall, they say win-win or no deal. That's right. Win-win or no deal. Or and no I deal. see how it's just, it's a, it's a major win-win. It's a major win for all of us. And, and people only really respect what they pay for. And once, oh, and, and another thing that separates us, we teach the authors how to get their money back by pre-selling. So mm. now, before the book comes out, we're talking about thousands of books already sold. Mm-hmm. Right? And then we're going to have a launch event. Right? So they get to come and speak. And so then maybe they don't know how to speak. Well, then we'll bring someone that can teach them public speaking for a fee. Well, I'm mm. going to spend that money because I need to. And I want to be able to, de- you know, develop my talk to speak in front of people. And then we're creating the mindset that this book is designed to help you to sell whatever the product or service. Maybe you do massages and you want to start being able to charge more for massages. Well, if you're seen as the expert in the happiness for space sure. because of my massages, mm-hmm. well, you wrote a book about it or you're a contributing author and you're talking about how my book or how my massages will make you happier. I'll pay that high fee. So in like, let's just say I... I do the book, and you're one of my co-authors. Mm-hmm. I'll have my book will have my my face on the cover or whatever. Yeah, and then, or yeah, or and you would be attributed. You'd have the book, and you could paint it as you're the one that put this book together. But it yeah. really doesn't matter. And who? who can, yeah. yeah. So when people say I'm a co-author, no, stop saying that. You're an author. You're an author. And your name is on the front. Yeah. And your picture is on the back. When same, they buy that book, same inside. But the, I, yo, the thing because I, I have a publishing company and we only publish a few books, but um, I know the I, the ISBN number tracks this book. So if it is on Amazon, you have twenty people. They they trust Amazon. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like that's just their thing. And if you got twenty people that are promoting the book, they're saying yes. Go to I don't know. Go to my website to buy it. But once you got thousands of books out there. If you don't know these authors and somebody say, yo, this book is really, really good. And it's not as, okay, let's say, for instance, you buy the book from me. Mm-hmm. And you say, yo, David's book is amazing. And you tell a friend, say, hey, I got my friend, David wrote this book. You should buy it. Person number three, they'll buy it and read it. If they really think it's good, mm-hmm. they're going to recommend it to somebody else. Yeah. And say, yo, you got to get this book. And they're not thinking you or me. Mm-hmm. So that number four, they're going to go to Amazon mm-hmm. and buy it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm the the owner of that ISBN, and I have it on Amazon, the sales will continue. I know you said don't put it on Amazon, but it just seems like it just makes so much sense (laughs) in the network marketing model because it comes back to the source. Well, absolutely. That's why I, I, look, I ain't no fool. I still have my books listed, but they're double the price. Mm. They're double the price, which still, you know, it's fine. It's still fine. But yeah, and your co-authors know up front, like, you don't own this, so you cannot list it on Amazon. You can't Uh list it. Only the owner of the book. And if you want to list your own book on Amazon, we'll come to the book camp. So we have a three-day book camp that we do. Come to the book camp, write your own book. 
Yeah, y'all understand. I'm okay. I can't wait to cut these cameras off because we. <laughs> oh, you thought I was out here playing in these streets? No. When I say five thousand, that's how we were able to get like in a, in a month. I would have hundreds of authors getting launched because of, we had like, we would have so many collaboration books. Well, I was like, yo, we gotta slow down. Like I gotta, which is a good problem. But this I is where businesses up. actually fail because they're not ready for that growth. For I was sure. like, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. Let's get some more editors. Let's get some more formatters because it's about to be a problem. Oh yeah, so I was telling you so that so my friend, she did a call for speakers. She says, "I'm looking for speakers." Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to speak. For sure. She had over 200 people on this broadcast and it was like, "Look, in order to speak, you got to be in this anthology." And she was like, "I only got 40 seats." Her broadcast was probably an hour. Sold out of 40 seats mm. in an hour. All they had to do was put a deposit down to lock their spot. Let's see, the genius that we have is we have a whole system where we teach you how to make your money before you even invest. Mm. So, but she does a three pay, which I think I'm going to do a three pay instead of six pay, right? So Mm. I was like, and I was like, wait a minute, because she charges more because you're also now speaking at a conference. And so I calculated in an hour, she did $50,000. I said, wait a minute. Mm. And I mean, we're now in a virtual world space, so we can do a virtual event. You got an event space, do a physical event. What's what are we doing? Come on. What are we doing? <laughs> Come Yo. on. Yeah. Empowering these people. And you yeah. and what you'll find is when you launch another one, the same ones from the first one, they'll like people will just keep getting in, the, they just want to keep getting in another project. Because everybody wants to be significant. Sometimes they want to be significant, but they don't want to go out there and do it by themselves. They'd rather do it in a group, mm-hmm. right? They'd rather be a part of a movement. Everybody wants to be a part of a movement. Mm-hmm. And so you create this movement. You create this opportunity. And let's just say you want to do it every quarter. Do a new book every quarter. Mm-hmm. And you'll have some people that were in the first one. They want to get in the second one. I've had people be in like three projects at the same, three different of my collaboration projects mm-hmm. at the same time. I'm like, girl... Or, bro, wow. hey, you in three different books that are going on right now. Yeah, they pay that monthly fee. I love it. I love it. So do you do, like, um, an affiliate model for, uh, like, people that go find other authors? So, okay, so we are working on that. And the only reason why I hadn't necessarily put it out there yet, because I Seems hard to manage, on, though. Yeah, because it, it could be a lot. And mm. then, like, the book camp is an investment. It's not, yeah. like, a smaller investment. So I don't want to... And also... I don't just accept anybody for the book camps because mm-hmm. I don't do biographies and memoirs. Right. We don't do fiction books. And so I wouldn't want to make it so that it's that easy to just send. So a lot of times what people will do is they can make an introduction mm-hmm. and then, you know, I'll do a little kickback. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so we're, I don't know if we'll do it that way, but uh, I guess the best way is uh, with our book profits club, which is now that the book is done, we also want to teach you principles of how to leverage it mm-hmm. and stop trying to sell the book and yeah, sell yourself. Sure. And make some, sure. let's make some real money. I had a client. He was like, I just want to sell 10,000 copies. I said, well, you need to create a coaching program, right? right. right? He like, nah, I ain't really trying to coach. I just want to get paid to speak. I was like, okay. Man, I don't know if they doing that still. <laughs> so <laughs> I called him like three, four months later. I'm like, yeah, how many books you sold? He's like, I'm at 5,000 copies. Mm. I was like, dope. He's like, yeah, I got this coaching program about the lunch. Oh, you do, do you? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure every event he went to, he had people coming up to For him. sure. Like, do you have a program? And what he won't sell, guess what? You're just sending it, sending them to somebody else. Wow. So how? what is your main source of bringing people into your program? So right now I have some ads. 
sure. my main source used to be workshops. Mm. So I was doing four to six workshops every single month, physical events. And like I was saying, libraries and things like that. Um, but it was definitely time to scale. And so I was forced to figure it out virtually when we got shut down. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't do any more workshops. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, so everything has been virtual. So right now I just have a lot of ads. Um, and I've got a lot of receipts. Like I got real receipts now. Yeah. So I mean, videos out there. And then what we do is uh well, the goal was to do it every quarter, but you know, talking to Mark Well, he's like, now nah, you need to do it every other month, like mm. do a boot camp, right? right. He, you know, he goes, Oh, for sure. <laughs> Anything you say just isn't enough. It's like never I'm about to drop this program, man. It's going to be $30,000. Like, nah, that's at least 50. You know, at least, like, at least, like, at least. I'm like, well, are you selling one for 50? He don't care. He's like, Yo, nah, Mark you got well will stretch you. He will. But Yo. I love being around people like that. That's 100%. like, it's just, it's just energy. Money is just yeah. energy. So why are we tripping off of it? Yeah, I think the biggest, um, I think this interview is going to outperform your ads. Okay. <laughs> this interview is going to outperform your ads. I'm you. I, I notice, I get this feeling sometimes, like, mm-hmm. oh, this interview is going to be crazy. Yeah, so this this is amazing because this is something um, that I definitely want to do. And it just seems so simple. It is really just simple. I know it's real plug and play. Author can be, uh, it can be daunting, man, because you got to come up with the idea. You got to come up with all the information. It takes you years to write the thing yeah. because there's so much in it. And then the second year, you're like, okay, I got enough information. Do you go back and read it? Like, oh, that sounds dumb because you were it was two years ago yeah, right and you no think differently and now you gotta and you just go on this little cycle so no this is absolutely oh awesome. and guess what our authors don't even write the books we what interview them yes that's what I was thinking they don't type not because everybody's typing you know everybody's writing skills so we we set it up in a way so we make it so easy and people love reading our po- collaboration books because of that mm. we make it very because I mean we live in a, a world where everybody wants it easy we don't yeah. want to have to try to dig and d- dig and dig to find the answers. So we make it simple. And so I-, I would also say another thing I like to pride myself on is the fact that we don't just want you to be an author for the sake of it. You know, this is not just a money grab because in the process, if you really follow it, you're going to be grabbing money too. All mm. of our authors that really follow it, they're making money. Mm. They're getting clients. They're mm. getting customers. You know what I mean? So I would say that's a big blessing because I, you know, that's the thing I was saying. Like, I didn't just want to, you know, I didn't even want to just have people say, okay, we wrote the book, but now we're not making any money. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. For sure. So For sure. how can we teach you how to take it to that next level? So that's the ultimate goal. Like I have a the goal is for 2021, 1,000 authors producing at least ten thousand dollars a month. And whatever they do, you may not be a coach, you might just want to provide your service. But let's learn how to effectively use that book to get in front of those people. Mm. How big is your business right now? <laughs> like, I'd be interested to know. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it seems like, um, it, it seems too easy. It, it probably does, yeah. Because I, I, I know you said one of your goals was, um, did you say like 100000 a month? Yes. So 
Well, of course, because you know Mark well. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's like, 100%. yeah, we got to get to 100,000 because we've done, we've definitely done. Or, but how many authors do this, you, per month, I would say? Per month, okay. Well, without the collab, because we have the collaboration projects too. Mm-hmm. So that's like another. Well, because there's six months, so I don't even know how to break that down. You're killing because it's a six month. Yeah, it's a You're lot. It's a lot. It's okay. to the point where it's so many authors being birthed. Like they get mad because I forget to post like their like I haven't even. Ugh, it's like oh god, I'm just trying to figure this out. So I now have to hire. I've hired a VA to make sure to go in at every new author we have so we can create a post to announce them. So, like, that's something else. I got to make sure I recognize on your page? folks. Huh? Like, do you, you I don't post even the authors on your page? Or I is try, like but I haven't even done it because I was trying to do it myself. So, oh, yeah. yeah, no, we've got right now, just a... in the pipeline, probably like 20 authors that books are about to go to print. Goodness gracious. Yeah. And that's, again, that's not the collaboration. That's not even including collaborations. And I literally only have two, I've got three collaboration projects going on right now. Mm. But when we gear it up, like I'm about to do this one where I'm looking for speakers and mm. you get to be in the book. Yeah. That's gonna I'm announcing that in a couple of days. It's mm. gonna be 40 more people. Uh, is it is the picture being painted in the book that I'm writing it all? What do you mean? So with let's just say like the co-authors. Mm-hmm. Like when someone buys my book and it has my name on it, mm-hmm. does it have the co-authors' names in it? Well, what it does say on the back, it says a collaboration of other, whatever the, the book is about. Mm-hmm. So it does explain to the reader that this is a collaboration project, mm-hmm. but this is who you bought. And, and the reason why I came up with that idea of putting the name on there is there used to be a company that used to do this a long time ago mm-hmm. where they would have like Jim Rohn on the cover and yeah. it, they got sued from what I heard, Deep Deepak really? Chopra. Yeah. And they will put that one person. And so it was the book that I had bought was from um oh, I can't even think of his name. He's in network marketing too. And his name is Escape from Florida. Lord, anyways, I had bought his book. And I remember when I bought that book, I didn't even know who a uh, Deep Pot Chopra mm-hmm. at that time was. I didn't know who Jim Rohn, I didn't know who none of these people were. Right, right. Jim Rohn did not even write they because the challenge was they didn't write it. I guess somebody had got the content from maybe a talk or something that they'd done mm. and just put it in there. So, or I don't know if it was all the people, but that was the word. Anyways. Um, oh, so the authors didn't have anything to do with it, really? Except their chapter. Except their chapter, gotcha. I didn't read any of the other chapters. I only read his, it was Cedric Harris. I read Cedric's chapter. Gotcha, okay. And so I was like, why don't I just put your name? Because I didn't know who Jim Rod. I didn't know yeah. who these people. Most people who are not plugged into personal development do not know who right. those folks are. So sure. he spent, and what he spent for his book, he spent a grip. Mm. It was a five-figure investment, I believe. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, yeah. So when the person gets the book, yes, the back cover does explain this is a collaboration of how many people. And then if you decide, like some people, some collaborators like, no, I want it to be general. I want everybody's name or I want it to say, you know, or have everybody's picture. I've had clients that want that. Mm -hmm. But me, I've just found more success in and people having more ownership of it Mm -hmm. and feeling more like this is mine when we make it customized. For sure. So we have a staff that, you know, does all of that for you. Okay. How long... Are these recording sessions with the co-authors? Not even long, like 20, 30 minutes. Really? <laughs> in and out. In and out. Absolutely. And if you really want to take it to another level, it could be, you could turn them into a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could turn the audio into some additional 
resources and leverage that out. I mean, I don't do that, but right. let's just say somebody did want to. And mm. I teach them how to answer the interview, you know, the questions, because the goal is to use that exact content for the chapter. Yeah. And so once our transcriber transcribes it out and we allow you to review it, we send it to our editor. It's like a whole step. by Like we've literally created a step-by-step to where I don't even, I have project managers who mm. oversee it. And then I kind of jump in towards the end. But I mean, when we're doing too many, I jump in towards the end just to see, to make sure it looks good. Mm. But it's a, it's a pretty process. Yo, can my listeners get like some, um, like a discount? I just want to put. I, just, I figure I gotta ask for my people. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't discount care if it's, who a discount. I don't what, know. The collaborator if, I don't know the, if like if they call you and they say, "Y'all, I heard you on a social media podcast. Mm-hmm. I loved it." Um, David said you're gonna take care of me. Absolutely. Okay. What we'll do? Yeah. If anybody does want to run a collaboration project, now we got to interview folks and make sure they serious because sure. sure. you know folk be out here don't have no influence. You're getting two people, I don't have time for that. Right, right, right. So if you do have influence, we'll definitely work works up now. And anybody that wants to come to the three day boot camp, the price has gone up, but yeah. I'll I'll grandfather them in. I can can I tell you what the price is right yeah, now? Yeah, okay. Please. So right now, hold on. But remember this this interview will be up for five, ten, twenty years. Yeah. So, Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, inflation, I mean. Inflate, because 20 years right now, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't even know. Because it's to the point where um, we're delivering so much when you come to the camp. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have 50 people in my book camp at For one sure. time. Because the goal is, after three days, we're promising 80% of your book done. I want to be at 100%. Yeah. And I want to have a whole like a, a process of what we're doing in the first 90 days mm-hmm. to get you to that $10,000 threshold. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what I want. I want I don't like, if you're not wanting to make $10,000 from the book, then this is not the camp. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we, gotcha. we, money is what is going to help us to do what we need to do. We got to have yeah. it. So I love it. I lo- well, I, I want to say thank you for uh, driving by. This is amazing. I love your business model. Thank you. I love that you're not only building a business that you make money from, but you're building a business that other people can make money by building their business. It's yes. like, it's genius in its application. So um, I, I want to say thank you. Thank you. And um, I got to ask this question because we like to make predictions on the podcast. Okay. And um, where do you see yourself in the next five to 10 years? Because I want to be able to watch this interview and say, wow, she said she was going to do it five years ago. Look, she actually did it. Oh, five to 10 years, I'll definitely have done a big stadium event. Um, and I, um, I'm i going to hire someone, a singing coach, because when I do that stadium event in a stadium, big stadium, mm-hmm. thousands, thousands and thousands, yeah. I'm going to sing a song because that's a bucket list. Can you sing? A little bit. I'm trying. <laughs> in my mind, I can. Oh, shower. You're like, oh, yeah, Whitney Houston out here. But okay. no, that's a big dream of mine. So yep. I have to get into that, you know, I don't know, because I've spoken in front of about 10,000. So we've got to get a huge stadium. That'll be one. Number two, uh, Oprah will definitely know me on a first name basis. Mm-hmm. Hey, Taria. And okay. I'll probably have done an interview with her, whether it's through me doing it. I mean, you know, also Sarah Blakely. I love Sarah Blakely. Sarah's dope. I see myself being in a place where I've employed, you know, uh, the goal for next year is just 100. So I want to be responsible for helping people to live a lifestyle where they have a source of income coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
hurt my heart to hear so many people that lost their jobs and, and not be in a position, you know, to be able to take care of themselves. So I, that's, that's a big goal of mine. Um, man, it's just, I've got a lot of goals. Yeah. Uh, five years from now, I love going to Africa. Um, so I see our, you know, I see myself being able to do stuff there and helping people to become authors there. The average uh, teacher there makes $100 a month, mm-hmm. equivalent in U.S. dollars. So helping, you know, authors all over the world uh, to be able to earn, you know, a, a living from mm-hmm. their books. Um, but yeah, man, Show Your Success will definitely be a worldwide name. I will, we will have a, a building mm-hmm. that will be able to house a lot of projects and, um, They'll just remember for the impact that I've had on people's lives. You don't see no ring, no baby, no nothing else. You don't come on. Man, listen. You don't see nothing in that vision. You know what I'm saying? I, okay, personally, uh, on a personal side, mm-hmm. I definitely see me doing some great things in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's that right there. My walk and you know my walk with with God is definitely continuing to grow. Mm-hmm. Baby, okay personal stuff. So I, I'm 39 okay. and I am in the process of going to just go check, see what's going on. Cause I do want to have a baby. Okay. Um, so yeah, I do see myself having a baby. It's just, you know, God is trying to teach me some things as far as like to real kind of husband. Am I going to yeah, I was about to say, will you take the baby and not the husband? Like yeah. I see myself with a baby. Okay. Yeah, I don't cause know that's about... the reason why I don't have one. Cause I oh. ain't got a husband yet. And mm-hmm. I just didn't want to do that just because of sure. all the things that I do, I want to make sure that we have that kind of a household. So yeah, I I am definitely foreseeing that and, okay. and praying for that. And I believe God is going to send me the right guy. I didn't wait all this time just to kind of jump yeah. in there and do oh, it. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So yeah, definitely married. Um, and hopefully still living in Houston, man. I love Houston, but yeah. I might have a crib here too because okay, I yeah. come back here so much. Come on to the A. <laughs> Atlanta, I think Atlanta would be good for you, man, because all the collaborators that you're looking for live here. All of them. Absolutely. You're right. All of them. A lot. Man, I got an idea. Ooh, I just got an idea, got too. Idea. I'm telling you, man. These projects are just crushing. Yes. Look, I got I to close this interview because go. I got stuff to talk about. All right, look, I'm going to do a quick <laughs> interview real quick. Then uh, I'm going to let everybody know um, how they can find you. And then I want you to close this out with a word of wisdom. That cool? Okay. All right, yeah. cool. I'm going to do a quick commercial. All right, this episode is sponsored, as always, by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com, themorningmeetup.com. It is the only, the only, the only community that gathers every single morning, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday, to learn how to start your business, grow your business, adopt the entrepreneurial mindset. You you get to network with hundreds of entrepreneurs from across the country. We are on Zoom every day. I need to pull up. Every day. I need to pull up to The Morning Meetup. Yo, I... We have had millionaires, multimillionaires, a billionaire, like not not just speak, but they join the morning meetup because there's so much energy every single day you get to start your, your morning off with. And you get to, it's not like webinar mode where you just see me and I'm speaking. Every box, you get to see everybody every single morning. And I'm going to do something super special for you guys. Um, you can join the morning meetup for one dollar. One dollar. I want you to taste test this program because it's the most amazing thing in the world. Um, you can try it for a dollar for seven days. For seven days, you can be a part of Morning Meetup and just see if you like it, okay? Um, if you like what you hear, then stay. I think at the moment right now, it's only 79 bucks a month. Okay. Every day. Every day. And we put on a, it's like putting on a conference every week because we have speakers and it, it's just amazing. But uh, And if you don't like it, or you're like, oh, this doesn't work for me. I don't like the people. Um... 
you can leave. There's no contract, no commitment. Okay. It's just month I'm to month. There. I'm in there. Leave I'm me. definitely in there. I promise you. See, that'd be I'm awesome. Break. I got to break some community. of my uh, folks over there, too. Y'all need to get on oh, this for one. Sure. And it's raise a, your hands. It's a dollar. It's a dollar. Check it out, okay? So go to themorningmeetup.com and enroll, and I'll see you in the morning. So, Miss Avad, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for joining. Um, you gave a wealth of knowledge. Your business model, I think, um, outside of people that would want to write a book or collaborate with you, I think you just gave a different thought process. And I think there are some people here that um, that adopted some of that and said, yo, you know what? I like the way you put that together. I can do something similar in my particular industry or yep. just the way you put the collaboration together. So I want to say thank you. Um, and as we come to a close, just let everybody know how you can be found and just close out with a strong word of wisdom. Absolutely. Well, uh, and thank you so much. I am so honored to be here, uh, David. I followed you uh, for years. And so I told you, like, uh, like for real, it's so weird to be in a space where sometimes I'm around you because I'm like, I want to do he know who I am. And so I don't ever want to be like that weird, awkward girl. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God, I follow you. And- <laughs> <laughs> nah, of, of course. And you can ask me, but Marquel's like, yo, three is coming in. You got to get her on the podcast and whatever Marquel told me. I just, I follow. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I've I, I seen your work. I was like, tell him like, I'm good people though. I want him to know like I'm not weird. Like, <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but no, I appreciate you. So this is a huge honor. But yeah, man, you guys can find me on all social media platforms. Vision Avant. Okay. That's my, that's my thing. I don't put Taria because for whatever reason, I mean, with the way it's, it. yeah, they can't spell it. They can't say it. So Vision Avant is easy to know. And, you know, Vision and Avant, like the singer, um, it actually means to see forward because Avant is forward, mm. right? Isn't that dope? I like that. I yeah. like that. I like that. Yeah, I'm going to come out with a wine now. Uh, <laughs> to see forward. Uh, but yeah, so Vision Avant. And if you want my information on like just book writing and stuff like that, you can get access to my masterclass, a book in 30 days.com. A book in 30 um, days. But we really need to change it to a book in three days. Uh, because that's what the book camp does. We get you done in three days. But a book in 30days.com. And um, some words of wisdom. First of all, I'm going to reiterate the biggest mistake that authors make is they write books to sell books when they should be writing a book to sell. The greatest thing about being an author, though, is that it allows you to live forever. But when you write the right book, it will allow you to leave impact forever, to change lives forever. And so when you're creating this idea of the information or the challenges that you've been through, remember that there's somebody right now who is having an enough is enough moment for one thing that you've overcome, one thing, and they would be willing to invest in you if you showed them how to overcome it. So you don't have to try to make it about everything. One person right now is dealing with the challenges of the workplace and not being respected and they want to know how can I de- how can I get this respect and you know how to do it. You can create a whole career off of teaching people how to get your respect, the respect that you deserve. So make it very specific. Um, I always like to say this, that, you know, um, people don't remember you for the cars that you drove, the, the clothes that you wore, the jewelry that you own. They really remember you for the impact. And so like my thing is I don't want to be remembered for all of that, I want to be remembered for how I change lives. One of my favorite things that I made, my quotes is, vision is the art of seeing what's invisible to others. So don't allow people who do not see what you see to break your focus. In fact, don't you look left, don't you look right. 
only stay focused forward for what God has for you. And when you do so, nothing can stop you. I love it. I love it. We can't close it out no stronger than that. Listen, y'all, make sure y'all follow Miss Avant, okay? Vision Avant. Um, this is just an amazing interview. So listen, follow. I want you to jump in her DM, okay? I want you to jump in her DM and just say thank you, okay? And if she look like your type, you know what I'm saying? Shoot that shot. Hit her with a hey, beautiful. Yeah, One of them, okay? <laughs> well, look, man, go get you some social proof. Go build something. Then I'm just asking you to go back and teach others how you did it. All right? We are out of here. Peace. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shans himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.